Today we learned 11 members of the SFU Sports Hall of Fame uh, have announced that they are walking away uh, from that Hall of Fame because they uh, are not happy with the fact that Simon Fraser University no longer recognizes the value of football and the impact it has on many young athletes throughout British Columbia, particularly those, of course, that at, uh, attend SFU. Joining me now to talk about uh, today's announcement is Doug Brown. He's an SFU Hall of Fame inductee. Doug thank you for joining us. Well, thank you very much for having me on. Appreciate it. Uh, how difficult of a decision was this for you? Yeah, I mean, I wish the month of April never happened. Uh, I tell you, it's just, it's very unfortunate the university went down this path and uh, it was a special moment, you know, when I got a call and I got to go in the Simon Fraser University Hall of Fame. Uh, I took my mother there. Uh-huh. Uh, it was just the two of us and uh, it was you look at, at those athletes enshrined in that university, uh, especially out of the football program, and uh, it's the who's who of, you know, a Canadian football lore and legacy. And uh, I couldn't have been more humbled to be uh, included in, in that group. So it was uh, it was a very big day. And, uh, you know, we've, we've come full circle now, unfortunately, with what, uh, you know, a lot – well, all the Football Hall of Fame alumni decided to do as a collective voice today. Yeah, the, joining you, of course, are people like Louis Pasaglia, Sean Millington, Dave Cutler, a lot of well-known names if you follow football uh, in this province and in this country. What do you think is driving this? Uh, we covered this issue uh, last week. My colleagues have been covering it as well. Um, is it a case of, you know, the, the, the university has said it's not about money, but, uh, you know, from what I've been hearing and looking at, I can't think of any other reason why they just w- would want to get rid of it and your thoughts on this what do you think is driving this you know that's that's the frustration is all we can do is speculate all we can do is guess everything that's been told to us and released in statements it doesn't add up right when uh, we were told that uh, by the athletic director that you know um, applying merely applying to to can west and to get back into canadian youth sports uh, after the Lone Star uh, uh, opportunity of 2023 was not apparent for 2024, we were told that they didn't apply because the the process was incredibly complex and unprecedented. And they're sitting on Burnaby Mountain, the home of the only school outside of uh, the continental USA that is in NCAA Division Two, And that was... I'm sure, incredibly complex and unprecedented. <laughs> uh, the SFU football team has already spent, what is it, seven years in uh, in Ken West uh, when they had issues with the NAIA conference, which is what I played in uh, when I was uh, a student athlete at Simon Fraser University. So, you know, we can only, uh, the, the um, conversation lines, the communication lines have been so limited and, and prepared and the dialogue's not there. The engagement with stakeholders has not been there. And, and that's why we're forced to, you know, we come on this program and we're, and we're guessing. We don't really know why. Is, is football thought of as not being progressive enough for the university? We know it's the most diverse and inclusive sport that they have on the Hill. And they even uh, went against a number of their, their, their charter 
uh, conditions in terms of the the way they managed uh, terminating this program. Well, I just uh, think about um, you know the the diehard fans that follow the CFL, the amount of Canadians who travel regularly to watch the Seattle Seahawks play. You know, there's a huge, huge football base in British Columbia and in Vancouver, uh, and that's what I find so perplexing is that you know y- y- you are playing yes in uh, um, you're playing American college ball SFU was, and now you've been a part of that family that is part of Canadian uh, college football. I mean, it wouldn't take much to have it take you back. No one's going to say no to another university coming in and say, look, we'd like to come back and play. And especially with the, with the uh, history that SFU's had with Canadian football. Yeah. And especially the fact that SFU has placed more athletes in the Canadian football league than any other of the 27 sporting uh, institutions that, that, that have football programs in in canada so it's uh that's quite the 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 resume to turn down and and just say yeah you know we don't want to make an exception an exception and uh and have your program you know switch gears with us it's uh to not even apply I, i think that was you know to not do your due diligence and explore every single avenue and opportunity uh to continue this tradition you owe it to all the athletes in, in the lower mainland. I mean, this is 50% of the collegiate football opportunities for aspiring athletes, in, uh, especially in the Tri-City area. Yeah. You know, as a kid growing up in Port Moody, uh, if UBC was my only football option, I probably never would have played. You know, yeah. I probably would have stuck with rugby and uh, who knows what, what route I would have gone down. Not that rugby's a bad sport or anything like that, but I'm pretty happy I chose uh, football as my career. And that was everything to do with the fact that, you know, Simon Fraser University, you know, I was in the shadow of that mountain and I'd heard all about how it was a factory uh, in terms of their football program, in terms of putting out professional grade uh, Canadian Football League players. And uh, that's exactly the experience I had when I was there. Uh, Doug, do you think there is still time to, to save the SFU program? And I mean, it, it may require some face saving that's required for the school. But do you think uh, that there is still an opportunity to save the program? Uh, or do you think the university's made a decision, you know, whether you agree with it or not, they're going to stick with their decision? You know, I, I do think there is an opportunity. Um, first of all, I, I know that the SFU football alumni have some uh, very smart lawyers uh, that are working on on the behalf of uh, uh, those 95 uh, student athletes that were uh, signed up to partake in, in in football this year with the school. So, uh, you know, they filed an injunction, and, and that hearing will be uh, uh, read, I believe, on on May 1st, where they'll, they'll go to court with San Francisco University. So, uh, it's going to be a very very big day. And if they were successful in that, I believe uh, SFU would be forced to uh, resume uh, the activities and uh, pick up any number of schedules that would be available to them. You know, it, it's there's so much inf- misinformation out there in terms of, oh, they don't have uh, a place to play. They had an entire 2023 schedule with that Lone Star Conference uh, that was available to them. And even if that's not there anymore, even if, uh, those game spots were filled by some of their opponents. Um, SFU can play as an independent. You know, there is a schedule that has been presented already uh, to the leadership up at SFU saying, hey, as an independent, you actually don't have to be in any conference. I mean, the Notre Dame in NCAA Division One is an independent school, and they're one of the most successful in, in collegiate football uh, history. So 
It's a, it's a very doable process to have football in 2023, and it's disingenuine for the president to appoint a special advisor to review the football operations, report back to her in six months, when if the, when if the school has its way, there actually won't be a football program in 2023 to review. So how disingenuous is that? It just doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. They have, it appears like they have their mindset to, to extinguish the football team by any means necessary. And uh, no matter what road they go down. Doug, thank you for your time. We promise to to continue to follow the story. It's very important. I want to appreciate your time today. Thank you very much for having me on.